Welcome back, everybody, to the Stephen Talks Soccer Podcast. It is I, Stephen Friel, your favorite host, with my co-host here, Julian. Back on the mic. Yo, what's up, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> what a very weird way to introduce himself. Like he's acting like he's a stranger. Okay, like this is clearly becoming more of a routine to this guy, but he's still treating it as like this is his first rodeo. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm still learning the ropes, man. I'm still learning the ropes. Okay, fair enough. You know, you're getting used to it. That's yeah. Good. Man, you can kind of grow into it. <laughs> but uh, as always, you guys know we're back to do... Uh, whoa, 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 rewind. We're back to do another Euro uh, match week roundup. Match week number three, or match day number three. And uh, a lot has happened in this match day because obviously it was, it was the last one. And see, now every... So how do I say this? The same teams that were in this part of this this stage of the tournament will no longer some of them will no longer be there and we'll talk about them and the ones that left and the ones that are going to stay and uh two teams that definitely will stay and they finished first and second in the group respectively were italy and wales italy winning one nothing thanks to go from pesina pesina yeah from atalanta. Atalanta, and uh julian please tell me about the atalanta man and his performance and italy's performance as a whole versus the welsh well obviously they were playing a second string team um I think it was a pretty, it was a dull game for the most part. I think Italy did have the better chances. Verratti was kind of like their main player in that game. He was creating a lot of chances. Um, Wales weren't really threatening that much until the last 10 minutes. Bale had a really good chance and missed. Um, And, you know, Italy making... A keeper sub in the last five minutes. I found that interesting, but overall, it was it was just a dull game. I think it it was a deserved win for sure, but you know they weren't playing their real starting eleven. So okay, it, so two things I have to ask. The first thing is, was that a red card? Yes or no? The Ethan Apple. No, that was, that's something I forgot to mention, and that was not a red card in yeah, my opinion. I, I, for me, that I mean they it's a needless really good. red card. Is it what's her name? It's just needless yeah, to exactly. give that. I think the officiating has been quite spot on. I think it's been quite extravagant, if you were to ask me. But in this game, and what I've seen throughout this match day, it's a, I don't know, I'm not saying this is the you know going to be the standard for the rest of the tournament, but it's lost a bit of quality. Not only just not in that decision, but I've seen another situation. We'll get to them in a second. I was thinking, yo, like that seemed like maybe the referee got it wrong there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was the right card. And I do think the game was very, very boring. We can agree on that. So we're not going to stay in this game very, very long. Mm-hmm. Um, Italy will end up uh, playing Austria tomorrow and Wales will end up playing Denmark but I just think that with both of these teams what this game showed me is that I do think both of these teams can go far I really do think Mm -hmm. that I know Italy might be most likely to beat Austria to play against Belgium and Portugal I know that but um, I see a lot of potential in this team in both teams actually and I know the Welsh often you know they're they're probably the best team in England Loki in England one of the best teams in the UK if Mm -hmm. you ask me they're one of the best teams the UK have better mm-hmm. than Scotland, Scottish, better than the uh, the Northern Irish. Mm-hmm. The Irish, I cannot speak English today. The, the Northern, uh, I you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland people in English. Yeah, but um, yeah, they always perform and put on a really good showing. So uh, I think they can go really far. And if Gareth Bale, obviously the Don himself, Gareth mm-hmm. Bale, you know the top legend from uh, from Tottenham, you know he always puts in a shift. So I think they can go far. True. But into next game in the same group, Group A, which is Switzerland versus Turkey. Your boy, I know you're a big fan of uh, Jordan Shakiri. <laughs> you're always talking about Liverpool players. Julian's secretly a Liverpool fan. I will forever believe that. This guy's not a true Chelsea Don. Bro. He's not a TCD. He's a, he's a fraudulent footballer, a fraudulent commentator, a fraudulent co-host for cheering for his 
uh, his uh, PFF, Premier League bro, rivals. PFF. Talk about Jordan Shakiri in Switzerland, you Liverpool fan, please. Shakiri, well, he did score really good. The second goal was really good. And he always scores a really good goal at, at tournaments. Not a single tournament goes by that he's yeah. played in. He had to score in this game. He had to. It's a guarantee. It's like yeah. three things in life are guaranteed. That passes and... Shakiri scoring a banger at a World Cup or Euro, and it's true. But I think... I didn't really watch this game, to be fair. I'm not mm. going to sit here and say that I watched the game because I was watching Italy. But I saw the goals, and apparently Turkey were having some good chances in uh, the Swiss keeper... Summers was making really good saves. Yeah, and so um, what a great goalkeeper, man. Played for Borussia watching Gladbach. Mm-hmm. Been there for years now. Mm-hmm. Been switching his you know, post for years. An experienced set of hands in, in yeah. Swiss and that, you know, continues to, to improve. So Yeah, and, better. you know, at least Turkey got a goal in the tournament. Is that really what you're going to say? <laughs> like, no, because they were everyone's dark horse, right? <laughs> Yo, you're actually evil for that. But you, at least they friend, got a goal. No, no, Julian. You're, no, Julian? No, 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 no. Back up. You're evil for that. I mean, to be fair, maybe not, actually. I was going to say if they had won this game, maybe they would have had a chance of qualifying. But with the goal difference, probably not. No, but hold on. Let me need to rewind again. <laughs> Let's bring at least they scored. Reverse. Well, but Mate, you literally said... The fact that they scored a goal in yeah. the tournament is something to hold your hat on. No, it's not something to hold your hat on. But they were almost going to go the tournament with no win and no goal at a certain point. And they have a lot of star power or firepower. Put that, by the way, he's putting that in air quotes. Obviously, we're not doing a visual thing. That will come soon, I think. I'm looking <laughs> but as of right now, as you guys can hear with this audio, he's currently doing air quotes when he says... You know they're going to. They have some star players. Yeah, well, they have a well, and they just supposedly a very attacking team mm-hmm. because they have Chalanoglu and Yilmaz and, and Yusuf Yazidje. Yeah, and um, you know Under and all that. But yeah, they scored. The game was actually apparently good, but uh, yeah, Switzerland the better team and a very important win for them because that's pretty much what sent them to um, the round of sixteen and. Shakiri, great performance. Zuber had like three assists apparently too. He's kind of yeah, underrated. Yeah, you know, they always have those guys that spot up and, and have to some. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the Swiss, but they always do this where they have one game out of the three or in mm-hmm. a series of matches they play in a tournament where they really? play poorly and yeah. they have one match where they really step up exactly. to the standard and improve as, and they get yeah. better as the games go on. Clearly, that shows you that they're, they're a team that need time to fully develop and mm-hmm. kind of get you know, their understanding of the grips of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly what happened in this game. You can see they finally came out of their shell, yeah. like a cocoon. Or an, what is that, a caterpillar coming out of the cocoon to become a butterfly? Is that the, yeah, uh, pretty much. Is that the correct uh, yeah. analogy? But what I'm saying is, they, yeah, they, they need some time to blossom and to become what they are. Um, yeah, I was very impressed with them. But again, we'll move swiftly on. Ukraine versus Austria. One nothing for mm-hmm. the Austrians, who will now play the Italians, mm-hmm. who I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, and very shortly. So give me your yeah. thoughts on this game, if you, uh, yeah. if you, if you dare. Well, it's also a game I did not really watch, but I'm pretty sure it was Baumgartner who scored, um, and Austria again from the stats and from from what I saw were the better team on that day, and the result indicates that. But. Um, yeah, I think I think Ukraine losing that game was really dangerous because they were s- close to not qualifying for the round of 16. Like, they needed a draw there uh, to really, really make sure they qualify. But, yeah, they, they managed to somehow, you know, on three points, 
15 around 16 you know, and somehow scum up a you know a saving grace with yeah. a decent gold difference and rescue mm-hmm. themselves from the likes of Finland and mm-hmm. Slovakia but not, yeah, yeah Slovakia I believe as well yeah exactly points, yeah. Slovakia Finland exactly but it's interesting because you think to yourself that comeback against the Netherlands was really important then it was you know what I mean to get two goals like that yeah, they could have exactly. easily lost that game 2-0 and that's a big thing and I always yeah. tell you I mean we spoke about this again off the off recording all the time when I tell you that even if you lose a game especially in tournaments that goal difference is mm-hmm. a big thing especially with this new system of the way they have it set up so like if you finish in third place but you have four points you're almost guaranteed a spot as we saw yeah yep. again I'm not going to speak too much about this game I'm going to mm-hmm. kind of briefly go, briefly go over it uh, I think both teams have you know decent squads, but mm-hmm. nothing enough to test the opposition to playing against. True. Although I do see it, I, we'll, we'll talk about this later, but I do see an Austria-Italy potential offset. But we'll see tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we'll come back and do this as always in a week time to discuss those fixtures. But um, this said a lot to me about both these teams' quality, and mm-hmm. it's not the most, but they're good enough to be in the position that they're in in the round of 16. Yeah. So congratulations to both of them. Moving on to a team that potentially could be another dark horse, quote-unquote, favorite. Yeah. Whoa, English favorite between the Dutch and the North Macedonians. 3 nothing to, to Denmark. Yeah. Denmark. Wow, why am I mixing up teams? <laughs> to the Dutch. And goals from Memphis to Pi. And goals from... Uh, a setup, sorry, and a goal, two goals for Vijnaldum and a... And a oh, uh, Vijnaldum who scored uh, twice this Memphis. time, yeah. So the uh, the new Barca man mm-hmm. and the new PSG man yep. getting themselves in a score sheet. Julian, what are yep. your thoughts on the Dutch's performance? Very convincing. Very solid. And they could have scored more, too. It should have been more, yeah. yeah. I thought the game should have been way, way, yeah. way. But more, you have to still more. give credit to North Macedonia because they still go forward, even no, when they're down. Had some decent chances. Let's you be honest here. Let's not act like they were completely out of the game. Yeah, they they're a team that is very fearless, and you know I know they pretty much on zero points, but they did put in a good entertaining. For me, if I'm a North Macedonia fan, if I have to pick, sorry, if I'm a neutral, yeah. I have to pick between North Macedonia, being a North Macedonia fan and being uh-huh. a Turkish fan. Uh-huh. I'm 100 percent picking North. Yeah, they play. Yeah, Even exactly. They're in this tournament specifically. Exactly, and you know the standout player was Ronaldum. He was having a great game. Depay was having a what great game as well. Dog, what about the Don himself from Barcelona? Please talk about De Jong. Frankie. Oh, he but he always has a good game. Okay, he's been. He's been. I don't hear any slander today. Don't do slander my favorite. He's just. Players. He's just always solid. But I think. Um, even Malin had a really good game. Oh. But wait, hold on. You you were mentioning something. You were telling me about how the link up and you like the goal how the mm-hmm. Memphis Depay scored the first goal. You know, basically yeah. a builder from a counter attack that led to yeah. Allen having the ball and getting it to halfway line and then kind of playing it to to, to Memphis and yeah. played it back to Malin again, mm-hmm. back to Memphis who scored. Yeah. But you were saying how that pass that Malin should have played a through ball there. Been a better through ball, much better, a better pass as opposed to for me. It like it was almost as if he didn't know what to do. Like. He made a great run, and he was pretty much... All he had to do was release Depay, and yeah, Depay yeah, would get a one-on-one. On one. On. But he gave it right to him, and, like... Because Depay was not... Depay was well, waiting for a, for a ball in, but his back was faced towards the goal. Mm-hmm. So he received the ball, and it exactly. slowed down the and play so significantly. It's actually they're lucky, because the North Macedonians, if they were to come back in numbers, which you think they would have, yeah. the, the Dutch were obviously going to go and come mm-hmm. to them. Uh, they may have been able to come and cut that out, but given the speed, I guess, of the, the pie and Mal, yeah, yeah, yeah. able to break quick enough. And they, w- they could afford to make that little mistake. Exactly, but and kind of lose some time in order yeah. to score. I just really think he could have played it through. I know a goal is a goal, and it still led to a good result, but he could have done a better job there, Malin. 
giveth through ball. He he did everything right. All he had to do was release it, and he yeah, gave it I right think to. That'd be a fundamental that he would. Like, yeah. You would know, especially if playing in the two as his partnership, and they know each other well. You can tell they do. They paid for their one played for PSV, one plays for PSV. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously a lot of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, and I agree with you. But um, to move on again to Belgium versus Finland, my team, the Red <laughs> Devils, yeah. not Manchester United, the Red Devils of in the international football the yeah. legends. Uh, they won 2 nothing in this game. It was not necessarily the most convincing. Uh, you and I both would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know how happy I am. I talk about him every episode. But my favorite player and the player who finally got 90 minutes today. Mm-hmm. Or this game, sorry. Hazard. Uh, he finally was able to play and you know, really stretch his leg once and for all. Um, what do you think about this performance from Belgium? It was, you know, obviously they left it kind of late. And Finland are a very annoying team. Stubborn, man. To break down. Extremely stubborn. But... Belgium obviously, you know, showed the character till the end. And I think when Lukaku had that goal disallowed, you thought to yourself, okay, they're they're gonna score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember telling you that. You I know? remember saying to you, I said, you know, Big Rom, bro. You know Lukaku. Yeah. He's not yeah. that kind of guy. And Especially be, recently. Yeah, and then you ask yourself, is that really offside? No. I remember we had an man. argument. See that, that that's the decision. I want that. Okay, you see, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I was talking to you about. Because earlier I mentioned that the the decision with Ampadu Games and Tottenham mm-hmm. in a red. That's this is wrong decision number two of mm-hmm. this episode. The decision in the game. That was not yeah, come on. And if it is, if it is, then literally, I swear, literally everything with a toenail, as we say, or yeah. armpit hair is off. Yeah. Everything Stones, under the sun yeah. is offside. Everything. People live offside. Then every striker on this earth lives offside. They don't live for, they don't live in Belgium. They don't mm-hmm. live in France. They live offside. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, you know, he did score after that still. Um, he's a top player, isn't he? Man? Yeah, yeah. Don't lie. Yeah, you think I know you think he's a top don. He really does. He really is, R- and I he's think an he's gonna be top scorer. That's my so? that's my pick for top scorer. Is he better than Harry Kane? By the way, yes or no? I know I don't put you on the spot, but what do you think? I don't think he's better than Harry Kane. Boy, because Harry Kane <laughs> puts up twenty goals in the Prem. Okay, see, this is argument time now. But we will get to Lukaku has not put twenty goals in the Prem. Lukaku has not scored 20 in the Prem. He doesn't need to do that to be a better striker than Harry <laughs> But when you're... The Prem is a different game. And we've seen Lukaku in the Prem. Duke, with United. We, have, we definitely have. You know, you I know? I I was, although I have to say, he was not the same player two, three years ago. He's of a course. different level now. Forget, and uh, would he get 20 league. goals in the Prem right now? Yes, he would. I was going to say, in modern, current days, in 2021, now, yeah. who's the better striker? For me, it has to be Lukaku. Well, Harry Kane just had top assist and top goal yeah, scoring in the Prem. <laughs> That's true, that. but once again, we're talking about individual player. If Harry, if Kane goes to City, he wins every Prem for the next two three oh, years. Relax. Chelsea win the league. Don't get twisted. You're robbing, bro. You're robbing. But you're st- you know what I mean. Like I'm no, talking no, about you, individual player. No, but, you. you know, once again, but if you were to say Lukaku's better than Kane, I wouldn't say. You know that. why That's I like Kane, Lukaku more? Because he has more power in his movement. Kane, he really does. Kane looks like he's made out of glass. To me, but Kane has just a bit more technique in terms of like the way. I don't think so. I, I really think he does. The because way he I beats players Lukaku is more... Lukaku now yeah. doesn't have the technique that he used. Sorry, he has technique... Oh, how to say this? He has technique now. He didn't always used to have this technique. True. Now he does. He plays like a player who's more complete to me. Kane True. has games, parts of his game that I don't like. I mean, mm-hmm. meaning when I said it, meaning... Oh, that sounds extremely biased. What I'm yeah. saying is... When, when I say I don't like, I mean, I mean is... What I mean is by that is that I feel like there's elements that he should improve and act on. Yeah. I don't see many flaws in Lukaku's game anymore. Because on the ball, he's he's better than he used to be. Mm-hmm, better, better beating much, players one on one. Before he used to be a oh, yeah. funky, less less mm-hmm. uh, you know less technical in possession. Yeah. Now he picks up the ball. He looks dangerous. I mean, he looks like he mm-hmm. can beat a man. He can score goals himself. Yeah, honestly, it's a really good comparison because both of them are really good at so many things. Like Lukaku's distribution is also really good. 
massively underrated. Underrated. And we always say Kane has great distribution, Kane, and he does, but Lukaku also does. So that's why they're really on the same level, because they're so good at everything. They, they check all the boxes. Exactly. Because a lot... W- the reason why I tend to side with Kane a lot, as yeah, I always say, <laughs> I'm an everything fan at this point. No, I always on, side first. with Kane because his distribution gets me. I think to myself, show me strikers that can distribute the ball like Kane does, and there's not many, but Lukaku can. But can so, Kane run behind the way Lukaku can? No way. The one-on-ones that Lukaku scores, mm-hmm. Kane could never dream of scoring. Mm-hmm. Never. I you think it's what, close, I, though. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I know those ones. Yeah. Lukaku you know, gets it on the right Lukaku, and plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lukaku I know. gets off the, the, off the defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those. That's a classic Lukaku Exactly. Goal. But, man, Kane's just clinical, too, bro. Like, it's close. It's close. Okay. That's guys, all I'll hold say. On, hold on, hold on. It's we'll, close. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. But you guys, in the you know, as viewers, please come back and, you know, but this is a good debate, definitely. Lukaku versus Kane. I will make a poll for this on Instagram and across all social medias. You guys let me know. Who's the better striker? Whose career would you rather have? That's an even no, 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 no. Whose career would you rather have is a different question. Oh, my God. Who would you rather have Forget on your that. team? No, no, no. Because oh, who, would, who would... Of course I'd have Lukaku's career. I won titles with oh, as a Lukaku. Yeah, of course. I, still, I mean, we don't need to argue this any further. And you'd want Kane on your team and I want Lukaku on my team. But you mm-hmm. guys let me know who you'd want on your team. <laughs> it's not really a debate. I think Harry Kane is... He's not overrated, but... He's, he's just there. You know? He's just a footballer. <laughs> and he's not going to lose. The, the, you know what's for certain? Kane will not score more than two goals in a tournament. You can mark my words. Because they're not going to beat Germany. But anyway, moving on. Denmark versus Russia. So, the Danish took care of business. You yeah. know, if you ask me, they really handled their, their opposition. Yeah. The Russians are now out of the tournament. The host of the 2018 World mm-hmm. Cup vanished yeah. from the tournament and yeah. uh, thanks to goals from Mikhail Damsgaard Yorari or mm-hmm. in other words Yusuf Olsen the belter Christensen. from the what Chelsea what did I tell you the Danish Maldini what did I tell you you guys want to sleep on Andreas Christensen stop sleeping Danish Maldini scores a screamer mm-hmm. and then I can barely pronounce his name I'm sorry Danish fans but uh, Maela yeah I think that's yeah. a good finish himself. Yeah. And this is all in the midst why Zuba, you know, Russia's gone, Zuba. was able to get, you know, Zenit's God was able to get a goal <laughs> from the penalty spot. And uh, that was all she wrote. Julian. Yeah. What does this mean for the Danish squad? Well, and their rev- you know, their, their rev- well, it's a very, it's a very, very important win because after that, that Finland loss, we thought, and especially with Ericsson, you know, what happened to him, we thought, Okay, Denmark are done with this tournament. You know, they're not going to qualify. They lost the easiest game. They still have to play Belgium. They still have to play, um, what's it called? Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and they lost, you know, they lost against Belgium after going up. They lost against Finland. They needed a win here. And they did win. So, you know. Um, do they have three points, Denmark? And they were second with three points, right? Yes. Oh, wow. So I was going to say, like, that, uh, yeah, I was a bit confused here for a second because I thought they were third because they only won one game, exactly. which goes to, which actually goes to show how bad the group was. Exactly. I was so. just going to say that. And also, this goes to show you that, the, that three points is sometimes enough to come. It really is because Belgium just beat everyone. So you already have a team with nine points. So all you really need to do is go ahead on goal difference, which exactly. they did, actually. They you did. see, you're saying everything. I'm yeah. really just going to repeat myself. So yeah. we don't need to stay on this much longer. Yeah. Except for the fact that the Danish now play the Welsh. Mm-hmm. We'll look into that in a bit as well. Moving mm-hmm. on again. Next game, which was 
The Czech Republic versus the Three Lions. Julian's secretly favorite club, <laughs> the club he, not club, well, the nation that he definitely wants to win this tournament, but he's not telling anybody this because he's hoping it happens. We can say, I told you, <laughs> once or if, if and when it is to happen. One nothing for the Three Lions for the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Is that even true? England beat Czech Republic? Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. Oh, was it Raheem who scored? Yeah, yeah. Shake my head, man. That was a boring game. Yeah, it was boring, but it was better than the Scotland game. Yes, it was a better yes, performance. Yes, that's true. It, it would, for England fans, it would inspire more confidence. That's for sure. Grealish had a great game. He did. He did. A really good almost, game. Honestly, I actually kind of forget this game. This game was a bit forgettable. Yeah, it, I don't know why. Like many English games, but to be fair, there were a few standout performers to me. I was very impressed with Jack Grealish, man. Like, the way he plays is just... Sometimes I think to myself, you're being too generous. You can do it all yourself, mate. If you get in the in the middle, don't play a pass. Just go, just drive. No one's going to get the ball from you. There's some players in world football that like to be unselfish. And they pride themselves no, but, on being... Uh, you see, yeah, no, just continue. continue no, no, it's fine. I was going to say they pride themselves on being yeah. the kind of players that are always looking to set up their teammates. It's just a sweet thing to do. In exactly. And once again, I know this game was, was forgettable, and I agree. But I, all I remember is just thinking... Grealish is a baller, and he shouldn't pass because he can keep going. Is that because his teammates are so bad? Is that simply because you think he's that good? And he I think he's that good. Ball? I really think he's that good. Agreed. I mean, I think his teammates aren't the greatest. Mm, he's yeah. passing the ball to Harry Kane. That's oh, come on, mate. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's just my personal bias. I think Tottenham players are overrated, to be honest. But yeah, anyways. Uh, Czech over- Republic versus England. Uh, yeah. Overall, yeah. it was... I mean, this game looked boring, man. Let's yeah, it was a boring game the for the most part. Sterling, Sterling, this reminded me of Manchester City versus Arsenal early in the Premier League season when he scored the only header of the game, you know, early in the game. Yeah. One. Similar situation. Yeah. Uh, Southgate continues to put his faith in mm-hmm. Sterling and hoping Sterling can deliver and show his promise to the cl- uh, to the team. And um, Yeah, just, just a random observation. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. noticed that for the past three games... England have hit the post in, within the first five minutes. Have you noticed that? Yeah. In the first game, Foden hit the post. Mm-hmm. In the second game, Stones hit the post from the corner. And yeah. in this game, Sterling hit the post like from Harry Kane's delivery in the first five minutes as well. Yeah. There's just something... Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I definitely they, have. They've been I hitting... feel like they had this Marcus Alonso effect at the post. <laughs> yeah. you know Marcus Alonso, Chelsea fans, I'm certain you do. He always hits the post. Yep. And this is just another one of those examples where, you yeah. know, in the team that gets unlucky, I guess, you could say, arguably, these should be going to the net, and mm-hmm. the results are much different. The, the outlook we have in England, and their chances of winning is Yeah, but to well. be fair, if they got that goal, they would still win 1-0. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? But, um, like I said, I, it, it didn't really inspire too much confidence. More than it, more than it would have when you, when you mm-hmm. were to have watched Scotland versus England. But in general, I'm like, okay, this is definitely a sleeper. Like, I yeah. really got my camping, my, my sleeping bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, the other group in the game, which is more interesting, with a lot more goals and probably yeah, another one of the this goals is the in one, the tournament uh, finishes, yeah. Luka Modric. This is the, the game that should have been watched. The Scotland, the Scotland, the Scottish, three-one, in a very convincing victory. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have to say about the Croatians' performance, and uh, how do you feel for this? Do you feel for the Scotland fans? Do you not feel well, for the Scotland fans? Will they come back to the next Euros and win it? What do you think? I was watching the English game, but I did see what was happening. A little bit in this game and the goals and everything. I know it was level at half time, which mm. adds to Scotland's misery because they thought they had a chance at half time. Why are you saying that with a laughing voice? <laughs> no, because it's just kind of. I just feel bad. I just feel bad because they're not a bad team. 
No, no. And another group they go through. It's funny, you know, this is actually the best I've seen Scotland play in a very long time. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I told you in the beginning. Yeah, I told you. It was not it was not horrific. Yeah. So, you know, and even against Croatia, they they were playing well. They were playing well. But what do you do when Modric scores a belter like that? What do you do? You know what I I always say this to you, Julian. Whenever players either A score an own goal against you know, an own goal in their own net, you often lose. Or B, if you score a scream or a really nice goal, you're almost guaranteed to lose. The team that concedes that nice goal loses. Sheikh scores a screamer against against Scotland, they lose. Modric scores a screamer against uh, Scotland, they lose. Mm -hmm. They lose meaning Scotland Mm -hmm. loses. True. That's just the nature of the game. It's unfortunate, but it's true. You you can see the screamer like that, it's game over. Confidence is shot. Most times, The team that scored the goal has so much confidence now earned and gained. What are you saying? Yeah, most times. I was just going to say, you're right. I've noticed that quite often as well. Exactly, exactly. But just as other add the other goal scorers, it was McGregor who scored his first goal for Scotland, yeah. I believe. In his, uh, he's been decent. McGregor. Yeah, actually, he's a decent. They have some of these some of these guys, bro. Some yeah, of these players, well, the Scottish. Know. Well, to be fair, the Scottish league is pretty competitive. I was just gonna say that. If you look at them domestically in, in their yeah. football, it's not bad. We're not gonna act yeah, like it's, it's bro. Like it's, they, they have Scott. Uh, Celtic and they have Rangers, especially Rangers this season. Well, yeah, and all, obviously those other more obscure obscure teams like Kilmarnock and Hibs and, and Hibernian, as you said. Like, those are good teams. Yeah, I mean, not. good teams as in they give good quality, at least within the league. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they push other teams. It's competitive. You know, and once again, it all goes back to the Scottish mentality. I think it's a very strong one. So, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame they couldn't even, you know, go through on third but yeah it, it just wasn't their wasn't their tournament Scotland just wasn't their tournament agreed Perisic yeah. was with a great header by the way I must add that was a oh yeah Perisic blast. he's been he's been one of the best players in this tournament yeah, so far you, I swear. you would like to hope but he'll be the one that comes out big when they play Spain huge and he has a history against Spain too he does doesn't he yeah I mean just in general he's one of Croatia's best players and another they lost to Mandzukic the kind of the focal point you are mentioning to me before um that and Paris is now in the team and he's mm-hmm. always been there, but he has to kind of lead the team a bit more. True. You'll see his 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 leadership and his exactly. his importance to the team kind of show through more and more as the tournament goes on. Mm-hmm. But on to the next game in Sweden versus Poland, which finished three two to game. the Swedish. Let's talk about the striker who's guaranteed to be better than Harry Kane. By the way, I don't want to hear <laughs> yeah. any debate. If you say he, no, no, seriously, I'll end the podcast right now. Lewandowski is no, like the real, best. Like, two twos, like he's the best in the world. Serious, serious stuff, man. Robert Lewandowski. Well, Lewandowski would get thirty in the prem or twenty-five in the prem. No doubt. So, like, no doubt, it's not really a discussion. Because, you know, there's the argument that he doesn't play in the Prem and the Prem is the best league. But Lewandowski's oh, different. Man. Lewandowski's different. He's built there's, different. There's no, yeah. He's there, built different. There's no debate. Well, no. This guy is, for me, for me personally, it goes, my bias again, of course, is my opinion. I'd say Suarez and Lewandowski are the greatest strikers of, of the, this mm-hmm. last generation, this last decade. True. Lewandowski, for me, in this game, showed me, playing for a team like Poland, I'm thinking to myself, how is this possible? How? How is Lewandowski... Who literally, once he has nobody, it's not like he's playing with a bunch of peasants. But the team is not, you know, it's not full of uh, high class names. Well, it's not Bayern. At, at when he's playing with Bayern Munich with Alaba and mm-hmm. was gone now, but Alfonso and uh, shout out to Canadian player. Enjoy, uh, you know, we love you. Alfonso mm-hmm. <laughs> Davies. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying that they have top players with Kimik and uh, Goretzka, who we'll get to in a second. And uh, players like that. And you play for guys now, you're playing with like, I don't know. Berezinski and I mean Zelensky's a good player but yeah. there's some guys you're thinking who we don't even know this guy he just happened to show up from Poland yeah. you know 
and he's able to show up for his nation despite the, the lack of quality in the team. No, but it's not only that. It's, Poland are decent on paper, but the truth is most of the teams they go up against, they are second favorites. Exactly. It's not like where you're playing with Bayern. You're a favorite every game. Every match. Sweden are better than Poland. They are. Oh, 100%. And player for player, and also the football that they play, also the coaching, the culture. Exactly. The Even way they the win games too. They have pedigree. Sweden are a European team. They Bro, get far they in the Euros in, in the World Cup. big clubs. Yeah. Why do you keep saying clubs? Why am I saying the clubs? <laughs> we're used to league? that. That's a fatigue. That's definitely a fatigue. That's my excuse. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing it there. And I, I'm sorry. That's a fatigue. Yeah. Obviously, no clubs and international teams are way different. I'm so sorry. But to say that, all I have to say that the international stage for Sweden, they always perform. Always. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I'd say. Especially in this game. But despite the fact they went uh, up to nothing mm-hmm. from two goals from, you know, basically, you know, there was a stat that, Every shot that Emil Forsberg, who scored the uh, two first two goals, yeah. he scored. I know. There's some, yeah, he's annoying, Emil Forsberg, because he just always scores for Sweden. You know, honestly, just like you're, just like your Marcel Zabitza mm-hmm. comment, I like Emil Forsberg. Really? I am a big fan of his, mm-hmm. and I have been for a while. He's one of the guys I always, I've always highly rated him. Yeah. And I, actually, do you know I should say this? Another hot take for you real club football fans. Here's the real reason why I'm saying this now. I like the Leipzig team. I'm a big fan of Leipzig. I like them a lot. I yeah. like their philosophy. I, like I don't like their philosophy. I think they, I think they, they're talented. No, no, but I mean, wait, you don't like the philosophy? But what about the philosophy? Don't you like? Bro, it's a Red Bull club. Okay, forget the sponsor. I mean, the no, 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 but I mean, like man. the, but the, oh, you mean the football philosophy yeah, yeah, and how they play? Oh, okay, the club the, philosophy. Yeah, forget the the background. Oh, okay. of them being owned by a drink company. Yeah, yeah or not only not that, but just the fact that like bro. they're not even owned by a German owner in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm agree with you. I'm saying simply what they do on again. On the pitch, yeah. Oh, yeah, they play good football, man, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. expansive. And they just have really good players. That's you know? exactly they what I'm produce. thinking. You're going to add Dominic Zabosch, yeah. you're going to have Forsberg, Sabitzer, Demi Olmo, Poulsen. You know, you're going to have Andrew Alexander Sorloff, you're going to have Justin Kleiberg. Yeah, this is a good team. so many good they players, man. So many good players. players. Angelino. Your favorite, man. Yeah. The top player. But anyways, back to the game. Just say that, say that. He played really well in this game, Forsberg. He actually looked low key was the man of the match alongside mm-hmm. Lewandowski, who lost. Mm. But um, then late in the game, and I think you expect this to happen because my boy came onto the pitch, a guy who plays like just like Messi. Yes, you guys are hearing this now. He plays like a combination of Messi and Ronaldo. I've said this for, I've said this for the last couple of months now. Oh, Stephen, this is the hot take. I know it is. I'm full of hot takes. That's what this podcast is all about. Dejan Kulisevsky. Mm-hmm. Nobody forget the name because if he's going to be the Ukraine uh, and the Ukraine team, and he's going to be part of a team, a Sweden team, I will play them very shortly. Um. Kulisevsky is going to be key. Because the combination of Kulisevsky, Alexander Isak, the striker, mm-hmm. and uh, Forsberg is going to be magnificent. Yeah, yeah, I Kulisevsky, agree. Kulisevsky, I'm telling you guys right now, is going to become one of the best players in the world. There's now three left-footed players that are going to take over the world. Four, actually. Haaland's left-footed, isn't he? Yes. So you're going to have Kai Havertz. Tell me yes or no. I know you agree with that. Kai mm-hmm. Havertz, for sure. Erling Haaland. Mm-hmm. Phil Foden. Mm-hmm. And Dejan Kulisevsky. Yeah. Lower on that list, that's, yeah. that's why I said in that order. I'm not saying, yeah, 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 order, of, course, of course. I think that he's going to be up there. Like, looking at his talent, every time I watch Kulisevsky, I'm like, this Sweden team, especially him, like, mm-hmm. he's very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. And he had a big impact on the, the last goal and also the one that Forsberg scored for the, the second of the game. Yeah. What do you think? Like, Overall, do you think about that as a hot take for me or that? Is, I'm, no, I'm I don't think so because I do think Kulisevsky's quality. I just think he's stuck with a shite. Juventus team <laughs> obviously not shite anymore because they no, are getting their Allegri back but yeah. you know we'll have to see more from him in the next season and I think he from what I've seen he's a great player and yeah, he will continue to be better with with good management but uh, and, and when Juventus creates some sort of identity 
or yeah, more, 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 more concrete one. Yeah. Exactly. Point is, this was a great game, and Poland were unfortunate here because they could have won. What do you think about Lewandowski's goal? We have to talk about that. that the second one was brilliant, or was the it the first? first? No, no, the first one. Both of them were brilliant, but the well, yeah, one but the first one especially. No, it was the first one that the was really one, good. One. How he just did it all by himself there. I I was like, wow. Because let's be honest, Lewandowski doesn't score a lot of goals like that. He has, he has the quality to score those goals. But he's more of like this machine in, in terms of just getting one-touch finishes and, you know, cheeky movements in the box, back back turned, you know, uh, facing, the goal. facing the goal and somehow still scoring. He's yeah, not more... He, his own goal. Yeah, he's not like a edge of the box finisher type. He's not at all. Yeah, that's not his game. It never has been. He's really an inside the six yard. Exactly, player. but but still, he can score goals like that. Still. Finish. So let me give you guys a quick, quick little picture. The ball comes over the top, and normally in this position, when you watch soccer enough, and even when you play it yourself at any level, if you're on the left side and you're facing towards the corner flag of your opposition, and it's you versus the defender. In most circumstances, the only thing you're going to think about doing here is looking to cross the ball in or wait for the team to come join up with you after you've mm-hmm. received the ball and taken the proper touch to settle it. Lewandowski says, nah, I'm not going to do that. Which is what really, really, really impressed me and really surprised me. Because he said, you know what, I'm going to shoot. Now. There's no one. Because there's literally nobody in the box. And he said, I'll take this on my own and I'm going to bury it now. Mm-hmm. Takes it to touch pass the defender and absolutely leathers it. When I say this strike was like... It was one of those strikes where you could tell this is going to go in. And I saw, I looked at the keeper, I'm was, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those strikes in. that you know will go in. It's kind of like when Yarmolenko scored against the Netherlands. Yes. The way he struck it, you're like... It's like what you said about Schick versus the, the Scottish. You said you knew that Oh, that was... Score. Yeah, exactly. The way he struck it. You said, yeah, he's Just has score. to go in. You don't strike it like that and, and not score. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The, it was like, who did Paris against the Czechs? Oh, that was a great finish yeah, too. That one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just anyways, know. We'll you know? move on. But the point is, Lewandowski had a really good performance. It wasn't enough because Victor, was it the name? I don't know the name, but Klassen. Klassen, yeah. Yeah, Victor thinks Victor Klassen. He's really able to score and make it 3 2. But yeah. move on again. Sweden topped the group. Sweden do top the group. Nobody anticipated that. You know why? Because we expected the next team, the next team we're going to talk about, yeah. the Spanish. The Spanish, Julian. Please talk me through the Spanish and their performance. Versus the, the, the whoa, versus the Slovakians. Yeah, honestly, the scoreline does them a lot of. It flatters them a little bit because the game could have gone very. You know, I'm not gonna say that because when you're when you when you win five zero, it's not very wise to say it could have gone the other way because you just lost five zero. But but you know the he, real he, reason why they lost five nothing this game because of the own goal exactly. and yeah, I would say it's mostly because of the own goal. I was going to say, oh, they missed the penalty, which... No, but that would have invigorated them to win. Yeah, 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 but... Uh, honestly, this game was weird, because I, I was skeptical. I thought going in that Slovakia were going to get a result and maybe get a draw, because Spain were just not impressive, especially when Morata missed. I seriously thought to myself, okay, this is where Spain collapse. Slovakia are going to go in for a, a draw here, or, or, you know, maybe even a win. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that Dubravka own goal, I finished the game. Because you don't, as you said, like oftentimes when a team concedes a goal like that, come on. Spain were celebrating so much too. They thought to themselves, oh, finally, okay, we, we're not looking, we're not saying much, we're not threatening much, but that we got a gift, and now we're in control, and, we're, and, and, and when things go Spain's way, they can kill you. You know, they're that type of team. You give them a bit of an advantage, that's it, they're all over you. Yeah. But, I, yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say the last thing. If you don't give Spain that advantage and things don't go their way, 
they're they're not they're you can get a result against them which is why I'm going to get I'm going to give an early insight as to my uh, on my prediction of Croatia Spain I think Croatia go through but we'll, we'll get see to that when I come. yeah we'll get yeah, to I it that was a very in-depth analysis yeah. I like that that was actually very deep. I want. Yeah. To, I think. I think I want to ponder what you said. <laughs> but no, I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent I think. I thought they were very lucky. If I'm being very honest. Yeah. And, um. I don't really like the Spain team. I never. From the minute that they entered mm-hmm. the tournament, and I saw the team, I'm like, nah. I'm not really a fan. Mm-hmm. I like Luis Enrique. I think he's a good manager. But I don't know what he's doing with this squad. Mm-hmm. And to watch him celebrate when they scored that goal, that Dubravka's own goal, he basically slapped <laughs> into his own net volleyball style. I was like, bro, like. This says to me that you really expect this is the only way you're going to win matches now. Because without this own goal, you're not winning this game. Yep. It's guaranteed. The Debraco was having a world lead before that. Saving everything from right there. Yeah. Literally everything. Mm-hmm. Four or five shots, save, 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 mm-hmm. save. Didn't matter. You, you can see like that, finish. The game is over. So, I think it go to five. I said maybe it'd be like three, yeah. three, one. And then Ferran Torres comes on and, and scores. And his first pass of the match, goal. Yeah, that's when Slovakia were collapsing. They knew it was over the second they conceded. That first goal, you know, the second goal. And confidence is shocked. The mindset yeah. is gone. You're going to lose. You know? yeah. But you know what? Mindset didn't leave because their mindset never leaves them. Deutschland, the Germans, mm. as they drew 2-2 against Hungary yeah. in a very thrilling, enthralling match yeah. of football. My favorite sequence of words. Listen to this. A delectable medley of football. <laughs> Please, give me a walkthrough, a Pokemon-style walkthrough of this match. Well, Hungary go up early, which they've done in the past against uh, France and they did it again against Germany it was Shalai who scored or Fiola Adam it was Shalai. the first yeah it was yeah and they're up at half time and you think to yourself this time they have to learn from their mistakes they can't they can't not keep up this they can't concede here they've conceded the last game you know, and even with Portugal, the last five minutes they collapsed. This time, maybe they actually they actually learned from their mistake. Yeah. But then another one bites the dust. Another one, but they you know they 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 concede a goal. Another one, another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, exactly. And um, who was it to score for Germany the first one? Remind me. It was me? Uh, the young player of the tournament. Oh, it's Havertz. Yes, of course, Havertz Chelsea, scored the first one. Not one as the champions. Yeah. Don't forget it, man. I've said it for yeah. a minute now, how good Kai Havertz is. I know this goal wasn't like he scored a screamer, but his simple, consistent mm-hmm. um, positioning and you know, yeah, and his ability to be in the right place at the right time is so, 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 so consistent. I see this goal told me exactly that he never loses this skill. Yeah, he, he's been good. And then, Very good, like, not even two minutes later, Hungary go up 2-1. And I remember and I was shocked. Shifa. Because he's not a German name, isn't he German? I swear he's German with that last thing, man. Yeah, they sound kind of German. I mean, they're not too far away from each other, Hungary and Germany. But mm. point is, I mean, it's all Europe. But point is, I remember thinking you you specifically said this too. German when Germany went up, you said, "Oh, they'll probably go on to win this." Hungary are not scoring again, and I was like, I agreed with you. I'm like, yeah, you know, they're not going to score a second one. That's mm-hmm. impossible. And Hungary score a second one, and because we were watching. France, Portugal, and the crowd was was going crazy on a throw-in. We're like, bro, what's happening? Hungary scored, and that's when I that's when I thought, okay, Germany might crash out here. That's when I started doubting. When Hungary up one zero, I said Germany have plenty of time to get a goal here. 
But 2-1 and there's like 20 minutes left? Come on. I mean, you like to think you can start dreaming if you're a Hungarian fan. But let's be very, very honest. That was not going to happen. I wow. knew that the Germans were going to either draw this or win. Not when they win, but at least draw the game. That yeah. Was yeah, but when you go 2-1 up, it's like really like, okay, 2-1. If you know Germany in these tournaments, they don't lose to teams like Hungary ever. Ah, that's would. true. That's true. But they you know, the South, I think the South Korea team, game really just this team to do that for sure. And yeah, this recent crop of German players, one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. But the nature and the the consistent um, success that they've had in international tournaments and in European tournaments would tell you. Let's be honest here. Are they really gonna crash out of the Euros to Hungary, mate? Hungary. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, this group was crazy. I mean, for for a long time, it seemed like Hungary were gonna go through. That was the correct term. It was but a group of death. Because Julian's not even mentioning the last goal of the game, the most important one. Yeah, like Sk- Skoretska. Skoretska. <laughs> Skoretska. That's your nickname for him, Leon. Well, that's Muller's nickname for him. I mean, he just continues to score, man. This yeah. guy, this consistent goal scorer mm-hmm. for Germany mm-hmm. and for Bayern Munich, this I like. Yeah. And for me. One of the more underrated midfielders in the world. He is very underrated, actually. I think he doesn't get enough credit. I mean, I think it's because his role is a bit murky. Sometimes he scores a lot. Is he more of a defensive player or an offensive player? Exactly. You know, can he compare? Can he be compared more to someone like Casemiro, or is he more like um, Kevin De Bruyne? Yeah, or or yeah, someone like that, or like a midfielder who kind of goes forward and scores goals. I think he's more of a dynamo. Like he reminds me of a classic eight. Really? Like he does a bit of everything, like a Stephen. Yeah, Newmark he does type. a bit of everything. I I know what you mean. You know what I mean? But he's kind. Of, maybe you could say he's kind of like Schweinsteiger, but he scores more than Schweinsteiger, so it's it's he's weird. He's more of a goal threat than. Yeah. Like Schweinsteiger could score goals, but you know what I mean. He's more in, the, in those yeah. positions that get you chances to yeah, score. Like he he does. Does score. Yeah, he does. Yeah. The thing is, I knew it. It was too good to be true. I said they're gonna score now, and I soon as I said that goal, Germany mm-hmm. scored. I knew mm-hmm. it. I could just feel it. Yep, and they brought themselves level, and now they're able to, you know, go on and play against the English. Yeah, in the next round, that's yeah. gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. But we'll move on to the last game before we do our quick predictions, quick fire predictions, which is which was between the Portuguese and the French. Mm-hmm. The group of death comes to an end, mm-hmm. and this Euro group stage comes to an end with probably, arguably, one of the best games you've seen in the tournament. Yeah, it was a good game. There was a lot of suspicious or questionable calls though so that's mistake number three I hope you guys are keeping that because I mentioned this earlier in the episode I said in the middle and now I'm saying it near the end that referees this mm-hmm. match this match day were making a lot of mistakes yeah, this was disastrous to be honest how I mean justice for Semedo let's just say that justice for Semedo <laughs> justice for Semedo bro yeah that's the first thing I have to mention but, but that aside yeah um Semedo was hard done by man. That was yeah. not a penalty yeah. on Mbappe. Mm. Not at all. Yeah. It's never supposed to be a penalty, but it is what it is. That's the game of football, you know. And the penalty for Portugal was questionable too. It was because come the on, guy, the, the keeper he, always has a right to get the ball there. Yeah, but he nearly gave him a, a seizure on. Yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah, I know what you mean, but that's just one of those things where it's like. No, don't I, do not dismiss it, please. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not dismissing. Obviously, you know, it was it was a dangerous play, but. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where, like, someone gets hurt and, you you know, he gets attention and then the play just resumes. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, it's, I've seen, I've seen this before. I've seen it where a keeper collides with someone and, you know, play just kind of stops for four or five minutes. 
and then nothing's given. No no appeal for a penalty. Was anyone appealing a penalty? I don't think so. No, the VAR was appealing for a penalty. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's, it's not like one of those clear-cut, like, winger beats a player, gets tripped. Yeah. You know, the classic penalty. Mm-hmm. This one's more like Loris was going Service. for the ball, and, the, you know, Danilo was also there, and what does a keeper do? You need to get the ball. Do you just leave it? Yes, because that wasn't going to go to anybody. If you're smart, you don't touch the ball or the man. You're not but that, but that's not what Lloris is think, should think. He should always be prioritizing getting the ball in it in a case like that. Another word we're really playing, by the way. What team is Lloris playing for, by the way? I want to hear it. I want to hear you say it. Just want to just all the fans know. Spurs. Thank you. Say no more. <laughs> Anyways, back to the game. This game was... You're, you're touching on the wrong things here, man. I think the main narrative is Benzema versus Ronaldo. That's the biggest true, thing. True, true, true. Both, both of those guys, former true. teammates. My opinion, Ronaldo's the one that taught Benzema to take penalties because Benzema is a big independent Julian are talking yeah. about for France. Ronaldo who scored twice in this game, both from the penalty spot, uh, dispatched beautifully. If you ask me, I mean that's a bit of bias again. You all love Ronaldo, but yeah. let's be honest though, the penalties were actually well taken. Like mm-hmm. with that aside, um, the Portuguese were never that convincing in this game. Let's be honest, and neither were the French. But one of the games where they can kind of cancelled each other all. They're looking for a draw, mm-hmm. and this game is one of those where, you know, anything could have happened. You know, yeah. one moment the uh, the Portuguese were in first, then the French were, then the yeah. Germans were. But in, when the just, when the Germans chaos. scored the second goal around. 70th minute the last 20 minutes of this game where both teams are like okay we know the germans are not gonna lose so yeah so let's just let's just call it a game yeah and then on a draw and we're gonna move on yeah. yeah although you know france has some good chances to go up front with with patricio making some really good saves what a top um, goalkeeper what a save on Pog- pogba yeah no it was brilliant talking about. that's a save that wins you a tournament in my opinion it's that very kind true. of goalkeeping is what wins you tournaments. yeah it was a double save too yeah, overall, obviously, I do think Portugal's second penalty was 100% right. That's a clear-cut handball. I would have been very surprised if they hadn't given it. Yeah. But overall, good game. Yeah. And both. It's going to be interesting to see what if the if both if both of these teams will still be in the quarterfinals. We'll see. We will see, and because we talk about that, a perfect segue into end this beautiful episode. Which is that uh, we're going to quickly go through each uh, fixture. Julian's going to give me a team name. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any analysis mm-hmm. this time. We will deeply investigate that the next time yeah. we look back at the, the results and the, yeah. the next round. But quickly, quick fire. Wales versus Denmark. Who wins? Denmark on pens. I don't want a prediction like that. But whatever. Moving <laughs> on. Oh, just, just team name, huh? Okay. Just team name. Italy, Austria. Italy. Netherlands, Czech Republic. Netherlands. I don't want to ask. We'll go skip that one. <laughs> Croatia, Spain. I'm going to go for Croatia there. France, Switzerland. France. Switzerland. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. England, Germany. Germany. Germany, you sure? Man, they always beat the English. Okay, fair. And uh, Sweden versus Ukraine. Sweden. And the big one that I really don't want to ask you, because my two favorite players coming up against each other, but I have to ask because it's part of my job, or part of my role here as the, you know, the host asking the questions. Uh, a co-host, should I say? I'm not gonna promote myself. <laughs> but Belgium versus Portugal, who wins the game? Belgium. I think Belgium go through. We'll see about that, mate. But, we'll uh, see about that. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it that way to make add some suspense. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Coming next time to you guys. Live. Wait, don't you want to put your predictions? Okay, you want to hear my predictions? I mean, I agree with most of what you said. I think, the, but I think the Welsh will beat the Danish. I don't. Oh, okay. Beat the Welsh. Italian okay. will be the Austrians. I'm certain of that. Although I don't, I don't know necessarily, like it's not definitive, but it's probably it's like a ninety percent chance that's gonna happen. 
the Dutch versus the Czech, the Dutch will win. Belgium versus Portugal. Actually, I'm going to go against my team. I think Portugal will beat them. Okay. Because I think Ronaldo will find a way to win the game. Okay. Uh, Croatia, Spain, I think Croatia will win there as well. France mm-hmm. versus Switzerland, I think Switzerland. Sorry, France will win. That was a joke. I think France will beat them. <laughs> England versus Germany. I do think that Germany will beat England, but I wouldn't be surprised. This game for me, and I'm going to say it now, I know I shouldn't speak for it, but mm-hmm. just to say in general, I don't think this game will be as convincing as we think. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the English win this one. I mm-hmm. wouldn't. Because Germany looked very, very, very lackluster at the moment. And finally, Sweden versus Ukraine. I think I think I do think that the Swedish will beat the Ukraine. Although I told you before that I think Ukraine. I just look at the Swedish team and that, that their overall chemistry. Mm-hmm. More, so I expect them to be um, the front runners in that game. But like I said, thank you guys for listening as always. We will be back very shortly, very soon. Um, you know, like I said, let me know your thoughts about the Lukaku versus Kane discussion and debate. And, you know, I'll put polls all across my IG. You guys can let me know mm-hmm. your thoughts by Instagram and what that means. And I'll put it on Twitter. I'll put it on Facebook. You guys can let me know. Julian will also be tuning in and giving me his thoughts again. We'll probably be arguing about this in the future sometime. Um, but thank you guys for listening. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we will be back soon.